Eric in the Morning podcast brought to you by our lovely friends at ComEd Powering Lives. Uh, ComEd will never come to your home or business or ask you for your account info or demand immediate payment, but scammers will. You think you've been the victim of an energy scam? Please visit ComEd.com slash alert for more information. ComEd Powering Lives. Welcome to the Eric in the Morning podcast on 101.9 The Mix Chicago. All right, take it away, Eric. Hey, I was wondering time refilling our hay. I was wondering file. If you have questions you've been wondering about as we're now getting into uh, August and maybe back to school, maybe not. Yeah. August, big travel month, too. A lot of vacations in August. Normally, People yeah. People are cramming a lot of vacations. And uh, you can email us. You can text us at 60123. You can go into the uh, DMs of uh, our Instagram and uh, Facebook pages. And uh, please try to uh, share those. Hey, I was wondering, while having your shirt on, because uh, Violetta says she keeps getting a lot of shirtless questions, <laughs> which is weird. Well, yeah. I don't really understand that, but that's Always. fine. Uh, today's Hey, I Was Wondering comes to us from Michael. Michael, who says, hey, I was wondering why, when Whip is giving the news, does he always slow his cadence down during the last few words? That's how I wrote it, too. I See, I thought it was the exact opposite. I thought towards the end, Whip always speeds it up really fast. Yeah. Eric in the morning, Wix. <laughs> <laughs> well, he means of each story, right? That might be. Yeah. Is that something he learned at News Guy School or from some old AM farm and hog futures reporter? Drag Just wondering. Up. Thanks, Mike. Call. <laughs> uh, Whip, is that, do, yeah. you, do you consciously do that or do you have any idea what he's talking about or is this brand new news to you? Brand new news, but I will say I think I probably know why it sounds that way. Can I can I throw a theory? Sure. So you can tell me if I'm right? Sure. I'm going to say it's your way of, uh, as a story is beginning to end of stalling to get the next story <laughs> on the computer. That is 100% right. I know my way around the radio station here. I I thought maybe because you're trying to punctuate what you were saying. Emphasize and punctuate, yeah. yeah. I should say it's that, but really it's just (laughs) that I have kind of all my stories just on one, you know, thing on the computer. And up next, as soon as I close... My YouTube channel. <laughs> so I, I vary them up and kind of go in different orders depending on which newscast. So sometimes I have to find the next story while I'm still saying the previous story. And yeah. that's what you're hearing right there. We there. Go. Yeah. So it is not a skill you learn from an old AM farm and hog futures reporter over there on the radio station Violetta used to work for. Hey. Right. I'm going to claim that it was from they, now on, though. They just talk Perfect. slow because they're... <laughs> Well, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> wait, but did you guys ever have like training, like uh, voice or I don't know, is there newsman training? Uh, yeah, not really. I mean, I learned how to write news, I think, in uh, high school on speech team. And oh, then okay. in college, I did do journalism school, but I don't really remember what I learned there. Were you expecting Kit Whip's resume when he asked that? Well, no. I'll actually be a lot of. Well, yeah. Are you doing an interview over I, there with him? I, I, let me I saw- ask you a couple of questions. I'm doing a report from my high school journalism class. <laughs> well, just to you know, inspire home free. people. We're out of here. Oh, things that have already gone wrong. Three one two two three three one zero one nine. A tie at number three this morning. It's already gone wrong, Denise. The beer fridge went out. That's a problem. That's a problem. Setting the tone for the week. All the beer is going to get warm. Thrown oh. by that, the beer fridge. Yeah. Kenny tied at number three. Yeah, my left leg just uh, crapped out on me. I can't walk. I can't walk. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> my left leg crapped out. Right's working fine. I'm doing a lot of hopping around on one leg right now. <laughs> I can't oh. even walk to start my week. 
That's bad. At number two, Nick, it's already gone wrong this morning. Yeah, I went to go get my cup of coffee and uh, spilled all the coffee beans all over the place. Oh, no. Oh, that's the worst. Oh, no. And finally, in at number one, you want a bad start to your Monday, a bad start to your week. Kevin, give it to him. Man, my chocolate lab puppy puked on the bed. My nine-year-old golden peed in the kitchen, and the Keurig didn't work. Before. Oh, <laughs> oh forget about the trifecta. it. Trifecta. Oh my God. Puking, peeing, coffee. Mm-mm. Not working. That's a bad start to your week, isn't it, Kevin? Yeah, I was thinking of just going into it, laying on the couch for the rest of the day. <laughs> I think you deserve that. That's yeah. a, that doesn't sound like a I bad like plan you. to me. Uh, hi there, John. Yeah. Wedding ring lost. No, it was an engagement ring. Oh, what happened? $1,000 engagement ring. Oh, my God. Has your fiancé lost it? She was playing softball. She was, uh, well, at the time, she was a nurse, and uh, they had a nurse leave. Right. And she was playing softball and lost it. She said, I left it in the mitt, and we checked the mitt, and it wasn't in it. Oh, no. Unbelievable. And did you ever find it? Oh, no. Gone forever. Gone like the wind. the worst feeling. Leo? All right. Lost wedding ring? Yeah, when I uh, when I golfed, uh, I always took my ring off. I always put it in my pocket. Mm-hmm. I lost I lost it on the golf course. Oh boy! No, so that's a big area to search. Yeah. Well, I left my name with the with the golf course and uh, address. Over a year later, I got the wedding ring back in the mail. Wow! Wow! They located and, it a year later. Well, a lady a lady hit the ball and she was in the fairway and she moved her ball. And the wedding ring was underneath the ball. What are the odds? Uh, proving that at that golf course, not many people are in the fairway. Right. That's the short grass. <laughs> you think you'd see it there, right? Yeah. I did the same thing with my wedding ring. You know, I put it in my bag. Yeah. Okay. I lost it for like three years and oh. uh, found it in the bottom of the bag because there was a hole in the little pocket. Oh, wow. that's the thing. You, isn't it such a good feeling to find oh, it? Oh, my God. Sweet victory. Uh, Jody. Yeah. Uh, wedding ring lost? Yeah, my husband was working on our boat up at our lake house in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and his ring slipped off. And every time we go up, he'd say, you know, help me look for it, help me look for it. And we were all not looking for it because our lake's really murky and whatnot. And two years later, he bought a, a metal detector that could go in the water, and he found it. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> two years. The yeah. tide hadn't even moved it anywhere, huh? <laughs> the waves coming in from all the boats. Amazing. Those are the waves that flip you over when you're on a wave runner, by the way. <laughs> so people. I hear. Yeah, I heard that over the weekend. Uh, your found wedding ring, lost it and found it, Michelle. Yeah, um, I thought I had for sure lost my wedding ring. Um, and then my husband found it a week later underneath a car in my parking garage. So I don't know how many cars pulled in and out, but it was intact and I got my ring back. Were you aware that you'd lost it in the parking garage or did you just not have any idea where it could have been? I just knew it was lost, had no idea where it could have been. Retraced our steps, but didn't retrace the parking garage until a couple days later. Look at that. Wow. Crazy. What did that feel like when uh, he located that? Oh, I mean, the insurance policy had been pulled up, and I was in the midst of already trying to get a new one, but uh, it was mm-hmm. found. There you go. Well, it worked out. You can double up now. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Same thing happened to you, huh, Whip? It did a couple of weeks ago. Uh, oh, I was recently, in, then. Okay. Recently, yeah. I think we were on vacation, which is, I think, why I forgot to tell the story on the air until this moment, but uh, I was in a gigantic park uh, having baseball practice, Little League practice. Didn't realize till I got home that my ring was just not on my finger. 
So I was like, my wife's like, you should go back and look. I'm like, I'm never going to find it. A huge park of grass. Right. And so I brought my son out there, my six-year-old son, Alex. We looked, and for about an hour, nothing, because I'm like, we're never going to find it. Needle in a haystack. Sure enough, I was just about to leave. I looked down. There it was. Incredible. And are you sure it's yours? Pretty sure it's... Well, because, like, guys' rings are so, they all look the same. They're just a, a circle, you know? If They're anybody else lost their wedding ring in that yeah. exact spot I'd been standing the right. day before. Whose name is engraved on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> that would be and a real. the same name as me and lost it. Freak occurrence, yes. And we can have it out right now. <laughs> this is this is why uh, I enjoy doing the show, because we have so many wide age ranges listening and so many different perspectives. Like, watch this. Uh, anybody listening who still has uh, mom or dad using Snapchat? Uh, because the question on Overheard in Chicago on Instagram was, so at what age do we stop Snapchatting, really? <laughs> or are we all going to be 65 updating our stories at Bingo? <laughs> all right, so watch. Uh, hi, uh, Lindsay, how old are you? Hi, I'm 23. 23, and uh, who Snapchats in the family? My dad. Dad, crazy really? on the Snapchat. Oh, wow. Dad loves it. Yeah. And does he snap you, or... Um, no, he Snapchats selfies of himself, like, on his motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snapchat, Solid. like, yeah. him lip-syncing, oh, like, nice. songs that he loves. Yeah, he just sends yeah. them out publicly. It's not the private ones back and forth Oh, with yeah, people. no, it's, it's on his story. I'll get texts from my friends all the time. Like, did you see your dad's Snapchat story? Oh, your dad's killing awesome. it on Snapchat. That's great. How old is your dad? My dad is 47. There you go. It's crazy on the Snapchat. Yeah. All right, so hilarious. Lindsay was 23, her dad's Snapchat. Now watch, this will prove uh, we're all over the board. Sharon, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I'm 62. And? My, my best girlfriend is 58, uh-huh. and all she does is Snapchat, and I refuse <laughs> oh. to do it. Wow. And she keeps showing me all of these Snapchats right. that are still on her phone. They don't go anywhere. Right, you're snapping back and forth, you and your friends. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just hanging out, you and your friends, Snapchat. All right, now watch this. Ready? Uh, hi there, Mallory. How old are you? 31. 31. Uh, you have older relatives who love to Snapchat? Every single one of my aunt and uncles, and they have a Snapchat family page. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, cute. Wow. <laughs> and what happens on Snapchat <laughs> family day? Yeah. <laughs> so they do what? I'm sorry okay. we lost you there. Oh, man, she's gone. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. I at think the they gym? said at the gym, yeah. pumping iron. Yeah, fine. Uh, hi there, Wheezy. Hello. Hi. Uh, how old are you, Wheezy? I just turned 58 yesterday. And who Happy Snapchats? Birthday. Uh, I Snapchat. All right. Yeah. All right, okay, Weezy. Girl. Yeah, uh, and uh, what exactly do you Snapchat? Or who do you Snapchat? Uh, I have a private group. Just yeah. friends, stuff I don't want on Facebook. Oh, I got you. Got you. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> the more uh, controversial kind of stuff? Uh, not really. A little risque? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, not really. No, <laughs> not really. Yeah, I just, uh, I, I usually do lunch on Facebook and dinner on Snapchat. Right. Yeah, depending on how I can no. squeeze them all in. Oh, my kids are on Snapchat. I always ask them. You see my snap? <laughs> <laughs> snap me back, man. <laughs> like, like, no, Mom. No, no, I, didn't get I that. saw it. I can't look again. Cubs first baseman Anthony Rizzo had his wedding ring slip off his finger into Belmont Harbor. Oh, no. He's lost a lot of weight recently, and it just washed his hands and was kind of shaking it out. It just flew off. According to Yohei Yamada, the diver Rizzo reached out to to help find his ring. Rizzo, who lost 25 pounds in the offseason, was at the gas dock in his sleek black speedboat 
when his afternoon went sideways. He also had to be somewhere and couldn't stick around, leaving his wife Emily to point Yamada in the right direction. Then Whip pointed out that it appears that Yohei found it. Unbelievably, yes. And now we have him on hold. This is perfect music. (laughs) Is it? (laughs) As he goes deep underwater at the gas dock at Belmont Harbor. Looking for Cub first baseman Anthony Rizzo's ring. Hi, Yohei. Good. How are you? Good uh, thank you. Thank you for joining us this morning. Well, when did this happen? Which day did it happen that you had to go looking for Rizzo's ring? Two Fridays ago. Two Fridays. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so you get the call, and even as a diver, are you thinking there's no chance in hell I'm finding this thing? I found probably a dozen rings over the years. Really? Um, so it's not impossible. Hmm. Now, how many feet of water are right there in the boat dock? Uh, he was at, like, 20 feet of water. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? That's far. So you go down 20 feet, it's got to be pure darkness down there, right? Uh, no, the conditions were pretty good. Um, I had good good visibility. It was just very weedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how long did you search before the ring showed up? Approximately an hour and a half or so. Okay. Hour and a half. And what's your limit? What you know? You're down there like you know uh, seven hours. Like all right, that's it. I'm done. I'm like, I can't, I can't find it. Uh, the last ring good took me two days. Oh, okay. Two days. Okay. Yeah. Well, no quitting you. Never. Now you're down no. there, Yohei, and you're searching around. Is and you said the weeds are bad. Plus, you got to push aside all the old refrigerators and mobsters. <laughs> it is Chicago. You just got to roll the mobsters out of the way. Uh, did you find anything else, or was it just the, the ring just showed itself? Uh, no, just just the ring. Um, that area has very little garbage because it's not a, a private dock. It's a gas dock, so there's really nothing falling in there besides gas caps gotcha. and sunglasses. What do you uh, wear? Sunglasses. You ever keep them yourself? You find a really nice pair of sunglasses down there? Like, oh, I'm keeping these. <laughs> no, if I get hired, I return it. Gotcha. That's nice. All right. What do you wear when you go down there? Like one of those tanks for like um. Diving? Yeah, he just holds his breath for a long time. <laughs> Talented guy. <laughs> yeah. Do you wear that? <clears throat> this particular dive, I wore a scuba tank on my back. Um, oh. Sometimes I use a top bed. Uh, compressor, okay. so I could stay, you know, unlimited time. And goggles. So when you get the call, are you like known as the guy who's going to find the smallest needle in the haystack down there, or is it sort of like a team of you? And you're like, okay, your turn. Now in Chicago, they call me directly. Okay. Oh, so you're known as the guy in Chicago. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> now, did did you know who whose ring you were looking for? Or did you just show up and it's just another, you know, knucklehead who lost his ring into the lake? Uh, he called me saying his name was Anthony, so I didn't know it was Rizzo. Gotcha. And he told me what happened, and gotcha. I had no idea who he was. Are you? Uh, so are you're you're not a Cubs fan. You are a Cubs fan. I am a Cubs fan. All right. So you do like if you're a White Sox fan, would you go right. out there and go? Can't find it. Ah, <laughs> can't find it. Can't find it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Not sure where it is. Right. Yep. Yeah, I looked for days, couldn't find it. Right. <laughs> Too bad. Uh, so what was it like when no. you emerged with the ring? Was his wife there, Anthony Rizzo's wife? No, I told her when after she showed me the area, I said, hey, this could take hours and hours. Just go back to your boat, and I will return it, you know, once I find it. And 90 minutes later, you emerged with it. Were you even surprised you found it that quickly? Oh, yeah. I was I was very surprised. It what? normally takes much longer. Was it near where she was pointing, or had it moved? Um, so, you know, it was 
probably 20 feet off the dock, so it wasn't very close. Um, but she gave me a pretty good area to search. She said, you know, I, I remember this area. I was between this object and this object. And so she gave me a pretty good detail. Did they, give you, a, did they give you a nice tip afterwards or maybe some, like, uh, 2021 season tickets <laughs> right. or something? They gave you tickets for this year. Like, good luck. Right. I wish, I wish. <laughs> that day could be coming. Have you uh, had to go down and search for anything out of the ordinary before? Um, I used to be a public safety diver, so we used to be looking for bodies. Oh, yeah. Oh! oh. You know, all the mobsters. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that's a, yeah. yeah. Don't find them. Just leave them there. Yeah, it's better left to Well, see. what a great story. What a great, uh, I, I got to admit, Yohei, I, I didn't think you'd find it, but uh, you're obviously a man who knows exactly what he's doing, so congratulations on your success. Thank you. Thank you very much. And thanks for joining us. Who knew? Wow. Awesome. That's a feel good. 90 minutes. That's all it took. Hashtag California has said, listen, we're not going to put up with that nonsense like they're doing in New York. And New York has cracked down on it about whether or not certain foods qualify as a meal. Right. Okay. Now, New York, remember, uh, Governor Cuomo. Hang on, Brandy. We'll be right with you. Uh, Governor Cuomo had uh, issued this order a couple of weeks ago to uh, bars saying, well, you can't can't hand out drinks anymore. You can only hand out drinks if you're handing out food. That's right. Mm-hmm. So all the bars that don't serve food put it together. Oh, all right. Well, we'll sell Cuomo chips for a buck. Right. <laughs> there, there's your food. The loophole. Which really got him mad. Yeah. He got really hot under the collar about that one. They had to get it all figured out. Well, now California has said chicken wings don't fall under the category of a meal. What? Yeah. That also, does. cheese sticks. Fried calamari and french fries are not considered meals as it cracks down on outdoor restaurants that are offering drinks without food. Oh. Like, that doesn't count. This is a so we just spoke to 10 of you off the air. You didn't know the question ahead of time. And we asked you, chicken wings. <laughs> is that a meal? See, we don't, we don't solve big problems around here, okay? Right. This is just your basic stuff. Chicken wings. Is that a meal? Brandy. Yeah. Chicken wings. Is that a meal? I think it is. Yes, you say it is. So you can go into your neighborhood restaurant and order chicken wings, and you should get credit for having a meal. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Do you guys? Thank you, Brandy. Do you guys agree? Well, I agree wholeheartedly. Chicken wings a meal, even though the wings might be in the appetizer section. Right. I understand, but if you eat yourself a good like a whole basket of them, you got yourself a meal. I mean, you got buffalo wild wings. Yeah, there's a whole restaurant That's just for right. wings. There Based you go. On the concept of wings as a meal. So true. And you get dipping sauces with it, and oh, even, a yeah, si- even a side meal with carrots and celery. Don't even get me started on the sauces. Seriously. How about uh, cheese sticks? Are those a meal? Um, You might be pushing it with cheese sticks. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that is an appetizer, but if you're having cheese sticks and then, and then chicken wings. I'm going to still go with yes. Because, I mean, if you ordered okay. enough cheese sticks, uh, well, I guess if you ordered <laughs> enough anything, you can right. get full. But so I'm just, still going meal. Just generally, cheese yeah. sticks. Uh, yes. If you go into your standard restaurant and just say, I'll just have the cheese sticks as my meal, you don't get looked at funny? Well, probably, but I feel like I, I have know. in my life, I've eaten them as a meal. I'm pretty yeah, sure. like three yeah. in the morning. But I'm just saying, you go into a restaurant and go, I'll have the chicken wings as my meal. That doesn't really get a look. No. You go, I'll have the cheese sticks as my meal. That gets a look. Mm. Seems like an appetizer. A look of jealousy. How about fried calamari? Is that a meal? That also made the list. California's like, ah, I can't do that. I've never had fried calamari as my main meal because it's all little pieces. So all normally right. when you have fish, it's a whole piece. Uh, this one, yes, again. French fries whip, <laughs> is that a meal? <laughs> no. 
<laughs> no, come on. That's, a, that's on the list. I know, no, I know. It's getting harder. I keep wanting to say yes, but this is, uh, a, it's not a this is pushing it because it's like almost officially a side. So right. hashtag California says hashtag chicken wings, hashtag cheese sticks, hashtag fried calamari, and hashtag french fries are not considered meals as it cracks down on outdoor restaurants that are offering drinks without food as the state battles a surge in COVID-19 ca- uh, cases. We just spoke to Tanny off the air. Didn't tell you the question ahead of time. <laughs> and this is just like, you know, us giving fair warning to uh, Governor Pritzker if he's thinking <laughs> about uh, going this angle. Don't get any ideas. Just trying to say that wings aren't a meal. <laughs> We spoke to Tenny off the air. He said, all right, wings. Is that a meal or not a meal? What do you think the results were? Whip? 10 of 10 say it's a meal. Violetta? I'm with whip. 60% said meal. That's it? 60% said wings are a meal. Otherwise, you got an appetizer there. Wow. That's good enough for me. I can live yeah. with that outcome. <laughs> the mix. The top 10 traits that attract men to women long term. What is the number one trader characteristic to have? Make him go, you know what? I'm keeping you around. I like you. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is good to know. Like, what would be yours, Whip? What would you yeah. I mean? If someone asked you to answer that question, what would you say? Long term, yeah. um, I'm going to go with, uh, man, I hate the cliche thing, but the sense of humor. Okay. I, it really is important to keep that going. What do you think, Jerry? I'm going to go with sense of humor. Yeah, you both would finish number two. Ooh, oh. man. Number two on the list. Well, you're on the right track, at least. Right? Okay, good. Yeah. Now, the number one trader characteristic to attract men to women long term, Amber. Uh, kindness. Exactly right. Uh, okay. Kindness? Look at how disappointed Violet is. Right. She's like, I, I thought it was tight dresses. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, really? I know. How disappointing for you, Violetta. Oh, Kindness. man. Okay, well. Well done, Amber. Nicely done. To. How's your morning going? Uh, it's going good. I took off work, so oh. good day. Yeah, your top 10 traits that attract men to women long-term. Kindness, and number one. Number okay. two, sense of humor. Number three is communication skills. Talk it out. Talk it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? It's good. Number four. I know. Violetta, less talking. Uh, number four, sexual prowess. Wait, what does that mean? Like, <laughs> good in bed, right? Oh, right, okay. Right. Or yeah. no, I thought you just meant like stamina. That's pro- all part of it. Oh, probably. that's pro- yeah, prowess. The whole package. Uh, number five is intelligence. Right oh. there behind sexual prowess. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, number six is smile. Okay. <laughs> number seven is listening skills. Oh huh? my god, uh-huh. I'm failing. Number eight, money and wealth. Oh, okay. What's uh, the really? phrase you can? You can uh, marry more in 10 minutes than you can love in a lifetime or something like that. I don't no. think I know that like phrase. marry more money? Something like that. <laughs> we look if any of my up. buddies are listening, what's that phrase? <laughs> marry more in a, 10 minutes than you can in something lifetime. I don't know. Marin Morris? Then spend, then spend in a lifetime? Uh, general body type and fitness at number nine on the traits attract men to women long term. And eyes at number 10. Got the eyes. You have to have eyes. Out the eyes. Yeah, rolling them. Uh, the eyes. Would you like the uh, short term? Yes. Here are the top ten traits that initially attract men to women. This is just you know we see you walk in a room. I right. feel like I'm going to succeed on this one. Number ten is hair. Mm. Number nine, teeth and lips. Got to have lips. <laughs> and preferably you have to have teeth. Yeah. <laughs> just a couple of them. <laughs> you know, overly picky. Two or three in there yeah. is fine. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> Number eight, communication skills. You got to be able to grunt. Uh, hello. Number seven, intelligence. Okay. Number six, eyes. Number four, general body type. You have to have just a general type, I a guess. A good physique. Did you skip five? That is five. Oh, you said four. I did? I was paying too much attention on that I one. I think I yeah. said five. I don't know. Did you... I say five? 
I played the fifth. I might be hearing things. There you go. Number four, sense of humor. Uh, Number three, kindness. Number two, smile. And the number one trait that initially attracts men to women. There you go, Violetta. Sexual chemistry. Oh. Not to be confused with boobs. Want to get our 15-second bold and the beautiful review? We have Whip watching. He's taking a drink of water and stretching. Takes us very seriously. He only gets 15 seconds to tell us about it, but bold and the beautiful like a month ago said, you know what? We're coming back. We can't take it anymore. We've run out of shows. we got to make some more shows about, you know, uh, aliens and uh, people making out. And then... Well, the health official stepped in and said, we can't really do that because of uh, COVID. They're like, don't worry. We're going to uh, have all of our love scenes with mannequins and blow-up dolls. <laughs> and they said that. We, we thought, well, now we have to watch. Right. How are you going to pull this thing off? Uh, so we've been trying. They keep saying we're starting. This has been going on for two weeks. Yeah. They never did actually start with a brand new, fresh make-out with a mannequin episode. Yeah, they took a while. They had some, like, uh, clip episodes of, like, old clips, but a couple new scenes. But later in the week, they started, I think, whole new episodes, mannequins included. Okay. Wow. So you saw one. Yeah. All right, and you're prepared to break that down in 15 seconds or less. Oh, we're going to break it down. All right, and you say <laughs> that there's an actor that we're going to really enjoy that participated in this, maybe making out with a blow-up doll. Uh, the actor, I think you're going to enjoy it because we've talked about him before. Kind okay. of a, something, someone you're not expecting. All right, here we go. Yeah, let's check out romantic scenes, blow up dolls or love machines. Whip watches for us all. It's the bold and beautiful. On Friday's episode, a couple starts making out. They go to an extreme close-up, first just of the guy's face and the back of the girl's head, which he's got his hand on. It is almost certainly a mannequin's head. Then they switch to her face. She has her whole hand over the face of the guy she's kissing. You can't (laughs) tell. It's actually a mannequin. It's got some unshaven stubble like the real guy. And hey, the Liberty Biberty, Liberty Boochable guy. (laughs) Wait a minute. Hold on. What? Did you Did you say the Liberty yeah, Boochable guy? The was guy, there? the Liberty 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 Boochable guy, is a cast member. He's a, yes, he's a new cast member. He plays a doctor on Bold and the oh, Beautiful. Doctor Drake Romano. Romore. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like Joey from Friends. Yeah, and he says his lines, but I'm sure he's trying to be serious, just like he does on the commercials. Like you can see her once she gets her things together. That Liberty kind of thing. Liberty. Wow, that guy. So that one the- guy was making out with a mannequin but had his hand over the face you couldn't tell it was a mannequin? Yeah, then they showed the reverse angle of just the woman's face who's a real person <laughs> kissing a mannequin head, but she's got her <laughs> hand over hair. his whole face. <laughs> so like can't bozo tell. hair. Yeah, you can't tell it's a piece of plastic or oh, rubber. Oh, man, that's great stuff. <sighs> yeah. Time for the weekend wrap-up. Stories from this weekend you might not have seen, heard, or cared about. What? Until now. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's going to be the moment. Uh, you know, since we were just talking cheese there a second ago, we'll start with cheese and end with cheese. Okay. On Weekend Wrap-Up. Everybody loves cheese, right? Yeah. Totally. And Costco knows that. Costco has released another cheese flight with five new cheeses and suggested wine pairings. I love that because it's hard yeah. to know which one to go with what. There's an aged cheddar, an aged Iberico, a Spanish honey log. Oh, that sounds good. A bergamot. I don't know that one. I don't know that either. And a hibiscus hand-rubbed fontal. 
Huh? I don't know what any of these are. <laughs> yeah, but that's the fun part because you Where, want some new where's cheese. Where's mozzarella? Right. <laughs> you know what mozzarella tastes where's, like. You don't need a flight of it. No, yeah, yeah I do. You can <laughs> never have too much mozzarella. Never, cheese. ever. That's like the most boring cheese. What? Ty- that's exactly right. It's the most delicious. Uh, Chrissy <laughs> Tigan slash Tegan, however you want to pronounce it, reveals that she might get another breast reduction because they're still too huge, she says. Yeah, oh, man. I saw that video. Yep. Yes, they're still huge, she said uh, on... Uh, uh, Instagram, because that's the only place she communicates with people, including her husband. Right. I think honestly, I'll do it again and have them make them even smaller. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I haven't looked. I know she had the implants out. Right. And uh, says they're still too big, so obviously might make some more changes. They're, Are they still yeah. too big? Yeah, they they are still very big and sh- very. She wears very few clothing, so you see them. Uh, elsewhere around the celebrity community, Courtney Cox says she and her boyfriend Johnny McDade, which doesn't sound like a real name. No, that does not. Johnny McDade in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't seen each other in 133 days. Uh, that's a long time. What boyfriend is he then? Um, it doesn't sound to me like you're really all that connected. If Right. You know, I don't know. Uh, Courtney Cox hasn't seen boyfriend Johnny McDade in the morning. Amid the <laughs> coronavirus pandemic and quarantine, the former friend star revealed in a birthday post dedicated to the Snow Patrol frontman. Oh, oh Johnny McDade. That Johnny McDade. Johnny McDade, wow. Snow Patrol. It's been 133 days since we were last together. He probably lives in the uh, UK or something. Katy Perry been a, hasn't been that long since she's been around Orlando Bloom. He's around all the time. Katy Perry tells a Irish newspaper that Orlando Bloom has not gained any weight during their pregnancy. He's so hot. He's oh. got a six-pack. I literally look like a square. I look like Shrek. Aww. That's what she said. Okay, everybody loves Shrek, though. It's true. Yeah. And Orlando Bloom honored his late dog with a brand-new tattoo. Oh, yeah, you might have seen that. Right? He yeah. was he was heartbroken. The dog ran away. Then they announced it was gone. They also uh, just announced the best pet friendly cities in America. Oh, hmm. nice! We didn't make the top ten. How really? Can that be? Nope. I could kind of see that. What? You could because the, like in the city, there's not a lot of places like grass wise. Like there's always like the turf, and that smells horrible in the summer. Well, I haven't gotten down and sniffed it, but. You uh, smell the, the, that smell. the best pet-friendly cities in America, Portland at number 10, Seattle at 9, St. Louis at 8. That's bad for people, though. Uh, <laughs> Atlanta at 7, Las Vegas at 6. Las Vegas is more pet-friendly than we are. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Phoenix at 5, Austin, Texas at 4, Tampa at 3, Orlando at 2, and Scottsdale, Arizona, your number one city. Hey, Austin, that's where my pet came from. There you go. Yep. That's where my son goes. That's so. true. we got a lot All of connections there. Uh, Saved by the Bell, Mark Paul Gosselaar will finally watch the show and document it for a new podcast. He must be under a lot of pressure by Captain Hollywood, too. Probably. Yep. Come up with a podcast, Mark Paul Gosselaar. He's like, <laughs> I, don't, I, yeah. I don't know what to do. I'll watch the show and talk about it. Right, this thing I did 30 years ago, and I'll uh, rehash it. Perfect. Re- reportedly, he's never seen an episode of Saved by the Bell. Oh. Good for him. What a relief. Yeah. So that's Gosselaar. a good gig, just to sit there and be like, oh, this scene, okay. Did yeah. you ever watch Saved by the Bell? He was Zach. Mark Paul Gosselaar. Oh, Zach, yeah, he's the hot one. Yeah, Gosselaar has decided it's finally time to take in every episode of the beloved show and document his reactions as part of a new podcast. Hmm. That's what the office ladies do. Get ready for that. Do they do that? Yeah. Uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, you probably saw his first pitch. Oh, I loved it. I thought he was an athlete. They talked about him being like a high school basketball (laughs) player or wrestler in his day. He was. He's 79, though. He did say prior to the day of him doing it, he said, when I picked up the baseball to practice, it felt like a brick. Where did all my strength go? That's what he said prior to doing it. Anyway, HollywoodLife.com says tops. 
has begun selling the new Dr. Anthony Fauci baseball card on Friday. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Whip, uh, Whip you should get that. I'm going to get that. It has a picture of him throwing out the first pitch before last Thursday's Nats-Yankees game. That's the one that went sideways about eight feet. Yeah, everybody on the memes on social media was like, yep, that's a social distance pitch right yeah, there. Right. <laughs> I really did figure that one out. The new iPhone may have a spy cam that can see for miles. Oh, oh, I like that. Do you? Yes. Reportedly, the Periscope lens would be offered on Apple iPhones starting in 2022. Samsung's Galaxy S20 Ultra has a 100 times zoom camera that can see for miles. Wow. Although the pictures are fuzzy. Apple's new Super Spy Cam is expected to have a 50 times zoom lens. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I like it. Uh, overweight tourists are being forced to abide by new restrictions for Venice's famed gondola rides. Oh, I saw this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You're overweight. You know, you roll in from Kansas, a little overweight. Like, sorry, no room in the gondola for you. Yeah, wow. they say the gondola drivers, I guess, can't handle all the extra weight that right. they now have to put, all that pull around. Yeah. Yep. Venice's Gondola Association recently announced the maximum number of passengers on a classic tour of the city's narrow canals will now be five instead of six due to the ballooning weight of tourists. That's right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Well, you go oh, have the big man. pasta meal down there yeah. somewhere. Next thing you know, you can't fit in the boat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you have the pasta, and, you know, they scrape the cheese on it, and you get yeah. some, put a little extra cheese on there. Mm. Next thing you know, you're way too big to put be put in a gondola. <laughs> and we wrap up with more cheese. Record-setting wheel of cheese was revealed <laughs> on the island of Sardinia. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Assembled a pecorino cheese. The cheese was then examined for the next 12 months, and now a Guinness uh, a representative examined the creation and bestowed the record on it as the biggest wheel of cheese. Mm. The cheese was made with traditional methods, and above and beyond the record, it has a chance to rediscover the local area's artisan skills and food culture. A whole big wheel of cheese. I don't know. That's amazing. Eric in the Morning Podcast brought to you by our lovely friends at ComEd Powering Lives. Uh, ComEd will never come to your home or business or ask you for your account info or demand immediate payment, but scammers will. If you think you've been the victim of an energy scam, please visit ComEd.com slash scam alert for more information. ComEd Powering Lives. Thanks for listening to the Eric in the Morning Podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a moment of Eric in the Morning on 101.9 The Mix Chicago.